Hello, testing, testing. Hey guys, come on, bring it in. Clap your hands now. I'm Gregory Porter. Welcome to The Hang. Watch what happens when the people catch wind of the water hitting. In every artist, there's a cleverness, liquid spirit, a genius, a je ne sais quoi. <laughs> That's what I needed to be very focused on what I wanted to say. To climb into that and figure out and have a better understanding of what that is is what I like to do. Music people, movie people, <laughs> two words that don't really connect, yeah. and that's what I like. <laughs> This week, we have my good friend, Charlotte Gainsbourg. I had my little girl who's... That's your little girl. Yeah, at the time she was six, and I feel really stupid that I, I didn't dare ask my mother, and I should have. And so here is The Hang. Let's do it, come on. Hello, this is Gregory Porter, and this is The Hang. And we're so, so honored, we're so honored to be with Charlotte Gonsberg. Do I say it the proper way? <laughs> Gonsbourg, if you want to pronounce Gonsbourg? it. The French way. But the real way is, is the Russian name, oh. which was Ginsberg. Oh. And then my father changed it to Gainsbourg because no French person would say it the proper way they would say Gainsbourg and it was not <laughs> Gainsbourg so right. you changed it to Gainsbourg okay <laughs> beautiful well I love it all <laughs> Gainsbourg or Gainsbourg <laughs> I'll take them both thank you so much uh, for joining us thank uh, you talking to me on, on the hang and we are at Chateau Marmont in uh, Los Angeles California and the noise you hear is the crisp wind blowing past us and the birds are in the trees and those are cars passing by on Sunset Boulevard. But we are here enjoying cocktails and coffee and uh, talking about music and love and expression. And, uh, well, tell us about this place. Uh, Have you been to Chateau Marmont many times? Or? Many, many times. And it's, I don't know what it represents for people actually living here, but for me as a tourist, uh, when I didn't especially like or enjoy Los Angeles at the time, 20, uh, 30 years ago, uh, coming here was just such a revelation of what, the best hotel could be yeah. with a lot of history. Um, you could feel the Hollywood era. Uh, for us, it was just incredible to, to be in those rooms that at the time ha hadn't changed at all with those kitchens. And <laughs> right, right, right. It was just wonderful. And today I feel that they did manage to keep that... Um, that feeling yeah. it's of course it's much chicer and it's uh, it's become a posh hotel but uh, there's still a real feel to it that I love yeah wow, even the fact good. that you can open your windows yeah I know you, know, you can't America, do that anymore it's, like, <laughs> it's a thing you know <laughs> yeah. no, but how many years would you say you've been coming in? Ooh, so if I've been with Yvonne for 28 years I, I believe 27 Wow. Maybe 27 years ago was our first time here. Wow, amazing. Yep. You're in California for what? For, first for Coachella that 
I started fri last Friday yeah. and again this Friday. And in between, I was able to do San Francisco and today Los Angeles. Wow, you have a show tonight? Yeah, tonight. And you're here with me? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate no, no, that. It's not. Yeah, how was, how was Coachella? It was, uh, it was big. <laughs> the way it should be. Even though I had, I was on a small stage, but uh -huh. still, it was. It felt very big, very um, not that wild, but but um, yeah, for me, quite over the top. Yeah, but that was part Tell of the, the truth. fun. Tell the truth that on was, it. Yeah, that was part of the fun. Yeah. So no, I I was lucky because it was nighttime, and so I I could put on my lights and yeah. not be you know not full daylight so that was that was quite nice and yeah. then but then when you you know who you're singing along with it's it's a little it <laughs> seems um quite unreal <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it was fun it was fun i'm still crossing my fingers for next friday uh -huh. it's not finished you know the um I think the probably one of the the kings of, of festivals is uh, Glastonbury, and, and and probably in a similar way. There's everybody is there, There's really mm. big names, and and uh, it's unique for me. The the the, the British uh, music festival, the music festival goer is a serious music animal. And uh, I think they're hardcore music people um, because they go through anything. They're willing to go through anything for the music in terms of weather, in terms of... Yeah, that's yeah. true, that's true. <laughs> in terms of not bathing for a week, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, this Coachella was very fancy in the, in the sense that people really dress up and, <laughs> and take pictures of themselves. And it's, that's part of the show. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, this is the thing when I when I go to the Grammys, I don't I, I want to see the the big egos and the big, you know, it's part of it. I probably would take some of it and bring it back and find a way to put it in my music some kind of way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was no, uh, but what, what I, I was quite amazed and sometimes I, I don't realize this enough is that how people just want to have fun and to to see the people on stage having fun not taking themselves too seriously even though the the show and as as big as it can be is you have to take yourself seriously but but part of the trick i find and i'm not yet there is to is to be quite uh, free about the whole thing and yeah. and uh, yeah the idea of having fun yeah. is the for me the main goal yeah yeah well this is you know this is the 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 magic of of music is is the the backdrop and the, the the background of our life mm. and uh, the festival music and the people who come to festivals, especially destinational festivals, they you know they <laughs> they've worked hard to get there. Yeah. They've taken off work. They've bought the right clothes. They've you know they've sometimes climbed up rocks to you know to get there. Mm. And so uh, it's a special. They're a special group. They're a special crowd. They're different from regular concert goers um. and also from other parts of the world because I, I I've been doing quite a few festivals last summer in Europe 
And the crowd is so different. In Barcelona, we started there and it was very generous, very warm. And then you go to uh, some place in... Where did we go that was so surprisingly uh, welcoming? Was... Uh, in Norway, yeah, um, I don't know. It's very <laughs> surprising. Isn't the crowds are really surprising. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed at the the grace that uh, that music can bring before an artist comes. You know, it's like, yeah. Because when you're not, um, how do you call head headliners? Yeah, you you do realize that people are not here for you. So it's quite. Um, gratifying when yeah. you see that they're staying, you yeah. know, that they come and they stay. Yeah. Um, but you have to, it's, you become very humble, mm-hmm. you know, because that you have other people that are, of course, huge, mm-hmm. uh, close to you. And it's, yeah, it's very humbling. Yeah. Your, in, your career has been, you know, quite long in terms of uh, expressing yourself artistically. Um, what do you think is is more you? What's more easy or difficult? Or, but you mean between what? The artistic expressions of music, cinema, and and and, and acting. I think uh, I don't know if it's more. It's never me. I feel that I'm always hiding behind something. So whereas. It's it's more obvious with films that you're behind a character, it's somebody else's words and but the emotions are yours and, and it's a way of um showing yourself. Um but it's true that someone else is in command and and you I very much feel like I'm the tool of someone. Mm-hmm. which I like. I like to be used and I like to be manipulated. With the music, it's the the exact opposite. Yes, with music, I feel that it's it's more about my world, my words. Now, only now, because before I, I asked uh, other artists to write for me. So it's only with that last album that I was... A, able to express myself a bit i mean in, in a even more personal way so i find that music it's is much more personal but at the same time i'm using for instance sebastian's music on my last album to hide behind something that's very over the top dramatic uh violent with words that are quite emotional and to have that balance is a way of hiding yourself again so Mm -hmm. it's it's uh different ways of expression i don't i don't feel that i i would like to let go of any of those two and i'm happy to go from one to another because they're so they're so different even the the people behind the work are so different they never mix which is weird Mm -hmm. music people don't really know uh, movie people. <laughs> it's a it's a weird, uh, yeah, two words that don't really connect, yeah. and that's what I like. Yeah. I love being also having a different persona when I'm entering a film or or going in a music studio. It's I feel very different. Okay, yeah. The um, 
singing your own lyric, have you found that you can be uh, completely honest? And yes. is it is it a representation of yourself? You said so, but but I, I'm, I'm sometimes I struggle with this. Sometimes I'll write something and it'll be good, but I was like, "Ooh, that's too, that's too much. That's too revealing or too oh, yeah. telling too much of the truth." Or somebody will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how brave you well, are. Well, <laughs> I I had to be very sincere and very, I think, very honest with what I wanted to talk about and the words I was using because I didn't feel like a poet myself or a lyric writer. I had to, the only way it was justified and I felt um, legitimate was to be as uh, true to myself as I could. So there was no censor or, you know, I didn't, I didn't try to stop myself from revealing stuff, on the contrary. But then I realized that with the French, I was able to, to be very close to my emotions and, and with the English, which I used in choruses or sometimes the whole songs were in English, but um, it was easier to have a distance with the English because it's not my first language. It felt a little fake mm -hmm. and that was very useful because I could play more with the music and be less, uh, maybe less dramatic, less, uh, less heavy. Uh-huh. And it's also, it brings a rhythm that's much more, diff I can't really say that I have the dexterity to, to use the English in a proper way, but I felt that it, it was much easier to, to play with words than with the French. Do you feel like uh, it's because the French audience may know you more uh, because you live in Paris? Well, for ages and ages, I, I couldn't write because of my father because his lyrics are so beautiful and it's what I've been brought up with it's my whole um, it's uh, my whole culture is made of his songs, his lyrics, his words his aesthetics, yeah. everything yeah. so when I was living in France I couldn't put myself um, through that um, comparison I couldn't, it was too heavy so I avoided the French and I, I asked Beck if he would write songs and, and I love his way of writing. So it was, I felt really blessed to be able to work. The, the lyrics and the music were his. Yeah. Um, as soon as I left France five years ago, I, it became obvious that I wanted to write and that the French would not be as problematic as when I was living in France because no one, no one was judging me. Yeah. First of all, I, I was, I'm my worst judge, but I felt that in New York, I, nobody cared really, and I could just try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something about um, location that can bring about a particular freedom. This, uh, I'm, I'm go kind of going through this right now. I'm... I'm working on my, my next record, and uh, I want to go to Paris by myself. Yeah. And it's something about being uh, in this environment. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's, this, is, this, is, this, is the, this is the soil of, of, of 
you know the chanson, the, the musical expression to to you know to bear your your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love to equate it to to the blues, and but there's something about the French audience for me. They're most attracted to my most revealing songs, the intimate songs where I'm, they can really tell it's my masculine vulnerability that I'm serving on a plate. Right, right. They like that the most. Yeah. And they love it when I'm sweating and maybe a little <laughs> nervous to sing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> humanity, the humanity <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. And so I, I kind of wanted to put myself in that environment to do it. I, it's difficult for me to explain that to my wife. It's like, I just want to go to Paris by myself for, <laughs> yes. for a week, a couple of weeks, and see what happens, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you tell her before, before we leave, tell her, Gregory needs to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true that to be, to feel, I didn't feel that I was um, uh, using New York or using that environment at all, but I was using mm. the isolation. Okay. That's what I needed, was to be away from France in a in a place I didn't really know yeah. with my family in the daytime but at night I could just be very focused on what I wanted to say yeah hey guys you're listening to The Hang hit subscribe or follow on your podcast thingamajig of choice to get every episode of The Hang fresh off the presses I was talking to Kamasi Washington. He's a great jazz saxophonist. And uh, he was talking about his, the, 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 the need for his um, separation and isolation in order to find out what it is he wants to say. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, that I'm, this is very important for me. Um, I tend to write in isolation, in motion, in a car, yeah. on the train, on the plane. So much of my, uh, of Liquid Spirit, my best, I mean, my most successful record is, was written in France, 
on the trains in France going oh, from yeah, yeah. one city to another to another. No, no, I can I can totally get that. Yeah, and and it's the it's something about moving moving past uh, static objects that that make me think of the past and the future and 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 the present and 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 really quite frankly how I feel about all of it and so whatever that is um but yeah I wanted to talk about the visuals for and the song uh Deadly Valentine um talk about that for me well once I had the record ready uh it took ages it took four years to really get to the end I had an extra year before the album would be released to suddenly get into visuals I hadn't thought about any of it and um, I asked uh, a director I love Lars von Trier if he would uh, if he would direct my first video which wasn't Deadly Valentine which was um, the song called Rest and he said no, he said he was busy, but he said, you have to do it yourself and I'll give you the tools and just do as I tell you. And it was, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Dope. because That's it, dope. <laughs> it was like a dogma. I had to follow the rules <laughs> with my own ideas, but his rules. And it was great because it, I didn't think about, um, I wasn't intimidated Whereas if I had done my first video, I would have thought, am I, you know, do I have the tools to, to be a director? Yeah. That time, I, I didn't think about any of it. Also, it was getting a lot of footage, footage the, of films that I loved. So it wasn't really directing. Um, anyway, after I did that first, uh, that first video, I felt completely free to do the rest. And so... I thought I had different ideas for different songs. I didn't know if um, they would be, those were going to be the singles, but I just had, I wanted to do, I think in the end I did five or five, five or six, I can't remember. And Deadly was, um, Deadly Valentine was maybe the, the third one I shot. I also shot them all mixed at the same time but for Deadly I had a very precise idea of this couple getting old and I wanted it in motion I wanted um, to start with little kids um, already being a couple and getting older and older and like a race a race to to death I guess yeah. but um, the fact that they were an aging couple was um, for me very moving and then I saw of course I had everyone I needed at home I had my little girl who's that's your little girl yeah at the time she was six my older daughter was 14 and I had me and I I feel really stupid that I, I didn't dare ask my mother and I should have because she I, it's not to be rude you know, against the the lady who played me old, but she was lovely. But it it would have made more sense, of course, to have asked my mother. But yeah. because it was running, and I I don't know, I didn't want to bother her. So, <laughs> um, and then I was friends with Devines, Devines from Blood Orange, and um, and so I 
I thought it would be a great I thought it would be a great couple. Yeah. And so from him I went to the little one and found yeah, a little one, a teenager and an older man. Yeah. Were you thinking in your direction uh and your choices of your partner? Were you thinking with your French mind? Were you thinking with your European mind? Were you thinking with your <laughs> with just a um very true um attraction not not trying to put any message behind i couldn't do it with my own partner um because that would have been too revealing so it had to be it had to be fake also dev is such a great dancer i wanted to put some kind of dancing in it and this backward dancing felt like uh, fun um so yeah i was really lucky that he came and uh uh but no there was there were no real thoughts behind you know what what does that couple mean right which is which goes to even the lyric uh yeah. it, but any lyric that you write sometimes you write a lyric and the profundity of the lyric the message in the lyric the 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 metaphors all of a sudden change for whoever is listening to it uh-huh. okay now the 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 idea or the um the shock or controversy or interestingness of you uh being with a black man it's not shocking in our world we're artists we're open people it's, it's not a thing right in the uh uh a young black boy and a teenage girl is not a shocking thing for us. Yeah. But there are places and there are people where it's a it's a thing that okay, what are they trying to say? What are they trying oh, to sure, do? Oh, sure, sure. Um but, Yeah, but coming from France, we don't really have that. That's where I was with you when I when I but but looking at it from my American eyes, I was like this is what this video is about. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, sure. And um but then think thinking of it from European or French eyes, not at all. I I was like, no. yeah, this is this is just a regular thing. But I, I of course I I I knew that that it was that it could be a subject, of course, but it didn't I didn't want it to 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 mean much you know I, I wanted it to be completely natural that yeah. was the message maybe okay. yeah that's what that's what that's what I love about it that's what I love about it and and um, I imagine there is uh it can be provocative as a a 6-year-old with a with a wedding veil <laughs> <laughs> as well but it's it's so clever that you that you kept it throughout throughout the uh the visuals and I loved it I loved it I but it was cool. it was coming from a very personal thing that in fact yesterday we're not married but I've been together with um my partner for 28 years yesterday was our 28th anniversary yeah, congratulations uh, yeah. yeah and and uh, so the idea of spending a whole life with someone just means a, a lot so it came from a very private place yeah that's what i was going that was my next question is having the confidence as an artist 
uh, to make the personal universal. Um, do you do you do it? Do you like to do it in secret? <laughs> or, or I find that very tricky because I I feel really selfish when I when I make the last album. I I was alone with Sebastian for who did the music for four years, going through the all these steps of making the album. It was so. It was really between us and thinking about the lyrics, there was never, for me, never any concern of pleasing anyone or trying to deliver a message that would be universal. So it was making it in a very, very selfish way, but in the end, of course, hoping that it would touch people. But I couldn't think about that while I was making it. Because then I find it, then I find myself uh, completely fake. Yeah. And it doesn't work for me. But don't you think, like, some, it's, it's a wonderful thing that happens and that you discover in that this personal expression finds its way to, you know, why do we think that each, we're each individual aliens? Your personal experience is, is, is that of thousands, even millions. But it's surprising. <laughs> it's surprising. Really Shocking surprising, every yeah. time. That, that, uh, that people see themselves in something that I'm going through or that I feel or that I yeah. express. That's a wonderful thing. It's, it's humanizing. It's beautiful because yeah. I, I, I was going through grief and I didn't really think... Uh, a lot of people afterwards asked me if it was therapeutic, if I had done it in that... Uh, with that objective and not at all and it didn't I didn't feel better because I wrote those songs but um, other people now are saying oh I've been through grief myself and how your album has made me feel so much better or you know I've been listening to it and it, it accompanies people in those kind of tragedies because that was the case uh, and it's so touching for me because I I never imagined that I could go as get as close to someone as that because grief is is something that's uh, that's really under your skin. Yeah, very yeah. personal. Very personal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this these personal things in our life that come out in in the music. I think for me, it's my therapy. Yeah. It's my therapy. I've. I've uh, I've got to do it that way. Um, <laughs> and it just, you know, uh, maybe, maybe you know, it's not a thing to tell the record company, but I would do it for free. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but pay me for it. <laughs> but, yeah. but I do admire artists that, that can address big causes. You know, I can't do that yet. Maybe one, one day I'll be able to. But I still, I'm still looking at my own you know my my own little self and i can't yet yeah address a, a big message you think you're not you think you're not but but the the power of your femininity uh even just in this in this one little video okay yeah yeah you you you, you whether it was your intention or not this is something that happens once we release that dove, it does what it wants to do. Mm -mm. And, and for me, 
I, I, I was I was almost I was almost weepy. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. The regularness of just running like a goofy teenager yeah. and it being not a big deal. To this day, I take my wife somewhere, they check to see if my wife is okay and make sure that I'm not doing something to her. I take her to a restaurant because she had, you know, and she comes from Russia. She hasn't experienced a lot of, you know, things in the little small town she was from. And they refer to her and not to me. <laughs> you know, it, I'm just, I'm just. Um, and do you find a complete freedom when you go to Paris, when you go to France? More. Yeah. More, more freedom. Yeah. There's a com lot of complexity in the world right now because of terrorist attacks, because of, you know, the world is, is in a strange place uh, politically. We don't have to, to turn this, this, this interview uh, totally political, but, but I think because of things that have happened uh, in France and in the United States, um, there's, there's, a, there's a difficulty in the air and we have to to find our way through it. Um, but uh, for me, there is, I, I do decompress when, when, I, when I come to, yeah. to, uh, to Paris. To Europe. Yeah, to Europe. Uh, yeah, I do. Mm. I do decompress. And I wanted to ask, when you said you, you wrote in trains and cars, do you write lyrics or music too? Uh, for me, the funny thing is, is the lyric and the melody come to me at the same time. I don't <gasps> know if it's... a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the urgency of... Uh, because, because, you know, I can scat all day long. You know, I can come up with a melody. I don't know if it's the urgency of my brain saying, oh, I need a melody for that. And then, boom, I assign it right at the spot because I'm an improviser. I don't know if it's that or I don't know if it's uh, in the subconscious. It's working itself together. But there's some some of my songs. Uh, Be good. Take me to the alley. Uh, painted on canvas. Uh, Liquid spirit. They come out just together. the way I said them the very first time. The very first time they came to my head. It's on the record that way. Uh -huh. And um, and I like that my brain does that. Is is it different for you or complete? Well, I don't write the music. I wish I could, but each time I had the lyrics before the music, it was a struggle to squish them in, and it was much easier when Sebastian gave me the the music first, and right. I could try and you, have you know your parameters. Yeah. Yeah, and it I like became writing. quite obsessive. I I love that. Yeah, I like I like writing in that way as well. Mm. Then it becomes like a uh, this a bit of a puzzle, and you 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 know you fit. Yeah, you know, yeah, a, a charming artistic puzzle in a way. Mm. Yeah, I like that as well. But um, sometimes the um, sometimes the bars and the chords can't contain the thought. <laughs> wow, can I? Somebody recording that? Sometimes the bars and the chords cannot contain the thought of this love. I give you 10%, girl, all right? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So we both know this maniac called... Uh, Jack. <laughs> no, beautiful, beautiful soul, uh, Jeff yes. Goldblum. Can, can you tell me how you uh, have met him? I met him doing a film um, in... Um Shit, was, uh, 
Before Independence, Independence Day. Independence Day, yeah. Independence Day. <laughs> oh, that little thing. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and he was such fun on the on the set. Well, we we had to wait quite a lot. He was just singing and dancing and <laughs> making me listen to new tracks here and there. Uh, so he was a lot a lot of fun. And then I saw him perform here. Yeah. And he said he couldn't come tonight because he had his own gig. Yeah, he did. Uh, but we do correspond a lot yeah. through text messages, but it's very, very warm. And he's a, he's a person I love. Yeah. I don't know him that much, yeah, yeah. but he's so warm and welcoming yeah, and quite fun. open, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Beautiful person. Beautiful, beautiful person. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, um, I think Jeff kind of pulled back the curtains for me on our first meeting because he, he, rushed and, and uh, rushed up to me and got about six inches from my face yeah. and told me who I was musically. Really? You, you, he said, you are your mother, you are history, you are, this is what I hear in you, Gregory. You know? <laughs> I can hear. <laughs> and, then, and then that, you know, that low tone that he has in his voice, you know, it was, it was almost trembling me. I was like, ooh, go ahead, daddy. You know? <laughs> but, when uh, did you meet? A long time ago? Uh, no, it's just been uh, maybe five years ago, maybe, yeah. But uh, we've had d- different occasions, uh, and uh, I, I get the Graham Norton show and, and a, a couple of other musical meetings. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's very cool. Very wow. cool. I'll tell him that we've yeah. we spoke. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great. Well, wonderful. Thanks Thank a lot. Yeah. And I, I hope you have a, uh, I know you're in between performances. Yes. Um, and I hope you have a uh, wonderful performance tonight. Thank you. And uh, the lights and uh, the soulful expressions, you know. You got a couple of beats on, in some of your music I might have to steal oh, and put into do. my thing. <laughs> please do. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, really, really wonderful to talk Thanks. to Thanks. Thanks a lot. Pleasure. So there it is. Don't forget you can listen to The Hang on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the podcast thingamajig of your choice and get every episode of The Hang fresh off the presses. Clap your hands now. This is Gregory Porter. Thank you so much for joining me. You've been listening to The Hang, a cup and nuzzle production. Come on, bring it in. <laughs>